You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, PJ Glasser with you. And joining us now on the phone is Keith Smith, contributor for the NBA front office show, as well as the Celtics show. And Keith, KD, Kevin Durant, eyeing a return possibly next Wednesday on the road against the Hornets. I cannot wait. NBA back tonight, but everything I've been waiting for is to see how Kevin Durant fits in with the Suns and Devin Booker. What are you expecting between the duo? Because from a betting perspective, I was just thinking, gosh, I wonder how many points KD is going to have. You know, does he does he make sure that Devin Booker's the guy and he goes off? What are you expecting uh, from this Suns team moving forward once KD is in the lineup? I think we'll have a little bit of initial kind of awkwardness as they all figure out, all right, where do you like the ball? Where do you want to operate from on the floor and those kind of things? That's very normal. But then I think that'll pass pretty quickly. Kevin Durant is arguably, for as great as he is, he may also be the the best plug-and-play player in the entire NBA. You just kind of put him on the floor with whoever will play, you know, either forward position or play the two guard if you need him to, and he just kind of does his thing out there. So I think they're going to be a very, very formidable uh, offensive team. There's so many different ways they can play, and when you've got a bunch of different styles and you kind of will go with whatever the game looks for, there's no better floor leader to have running that show than Chris Paul. And Keith, that division that they're in, man, is a fascinating one with the Kings and the Clippers and maybe even the Warriors trying to chase down Sacramento. The Suns obviously in the conversation. We were talking about it yesterday. Aaron's got a nice juicy ticket on the Kings to win the Pacific Division. Who do you think ends up winning uh, this division when it's all said and done? It wouldn't surprise me if it was the Kings. They've they've built it decent little lead it's not you know anything that's insurmountable but it's going to be you know one of those things where let's find out do the clippers care enough about the rest of the regular season and if they did i'd put everything on them to win the division and maybe still even win the conference and go to the nba finals but they haven't shown us that they care very much about the regular season the suns like we said they've got to kind of figure it out here i think the Warriors, it's about getting healthy and let's just try to get in that top six. Let's avoid having to be in the play-in tournament if we can. And then, you know, if we, we want to look any further, the Lakers, let's take them out of the mix of winning much of anything, uh, except maybe trying to get themselves into the back end of the play-in tournament. But yeah, the, the Kings may hold off there. They, they, they've been a really tough team. They, they get up and down the floor. They, they didn't do much at the trade deadline, but that was a sign of, hey, we feel confident in the guys we have and the way they've all come together. 
I'm so glad you brought up the Lakers because yesterday, live on the show, I decided to cash out on my Lakers futures to win something, whether it was the West or the NBA Finals. Um, I'm with you. I, I'm not a believer, but they've got the six easiest remaining schedule in the NBA. They play 13 of their 23 games at home. And what I also find interesting, and maybe it's a bunch of BS, but LeBron during the All-Star break said, these last 23 games are the 23 of the most important games of my career in the regular season. So do you think the Lakers can make the playoffs? Uh, I think they can. I don't know that they will. I, and here's the challenge, right? I, and I hear people repeat this over and over and over again. Of, you know, you know, the Lakers are only three and a half games away from the number six seed, but that overlooks a couple points of context. One, they're 13th in the conference. They'd have to jump six other teams just to get into that mix to be a top six seed. And then the other part of it is, is, you know, they've got to get into the playing tournament if, if they're going to go the other way. Now, once you're in the playing tournament, yeah, if we're in the sing, you know, the single elimination style of that, I feel pretty good about having LeBron James on my side in any kind of single elimination mm -hmm. uh, situation. But then you've got to kind of sort through and figure out, all right, hey, if we have a bad shooting night, all of a sudden the season is over. But I keep going back to they could make the playoffs. And then what kind of is unfortunate is you might have the Denver Nuggets or Memphis Grizzlies standing there on the other side of the court. And, hey, here's your reward for a great regular season and finishing in the top two seeds. You get LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and a Lakers roster that finally makes sense for the next couple of weeks here in the playoffs. So that's, that's not much of a reward for a good regular season. Yeah, that, that could be interesting to see, Keith. Or they could also maybe get Golden State, who's hovering there in the playing game. That could be a first-round matchup. Are you still holding out any hope for the Warriors that they can turn this thing around, that once they get into the postseason, they can just find a way to maybe compete for another title? Or do you think this season is just it's not meant to be for them? I still have hope. Well, what they've done, much like the Lakers and a couple other teams, they've made their path really, really hard. The Warriors know firsthand from a couple of years ago that the playing tournament is, you know, it's as close as we have to the NCAA tournament in the NBA where, you know, one tough night and all of a sudden you're, you're home for the summertime. So they know that. So I think they're going to, we're going to see them push a lot harder to get into that top six and avoid the whole playing tournament. But even from there, you're talking about just to get to the finals, winning three series in a row without home court advantage. If any team can do it, it's probably a healthy Warriors team because they seem to be, you know, kind of able to overcome those things with very little issue. But it's just something we're going to have to really, uh, you know, watch for and see. And if it turns into, a week from now, it is, all right, hey, Steph Curry looks pretty good, and he's going to be back soon. Then, all right, you know, I, I'm willing to see where this goes. But if that recheck turns into, yeah, he's going to miss a couple more weeks, it's just going to be really, really tough for them to make much noise in the postseason. We're here with NBA analyst Keith Smith. You can follow him on Twitter, at KeithSmithNBA. So let's talk about the Mavericks, because the big story has always been, you got to get Luka some help. You got to get Luka some help. Now he has some help with Kyrie Irving. How are you expecting this Kyrie Luka experiment to go? Because we saw them combine for 69 points and still lose to the T-Wolves. Do you think they can get things together and go on a run come playoff time? I, I think it's going to be interesting. I think we saw in that game there was some clunkiness, right, of 
who, who's going to have the ball and no, you take it, you take it. And they're going to have to sort through that. And the problem is it sounds like, oh, well, they'll get through it after, you know, two, three weeks. They'll figure that out. Well, two, three weeks from now, we're only got a couple weeks left in the season. And all of a sudden it's, oh, wow, you know, we're, we're down to it here. So they've got to get through that very quickly, but they're going to be really hard to guard. Luca himself was already hard. Now he's got Kyrie Irving, who I like to say is a souped up version of Jalen Brunson and what he gave, gave them. So I'm not worried about them at all uh, offensively. They'll figure that out for all the things we can say negative about Kyrie. He is a incredible offensive talent. He, he then he's always done well fitting in alongside other really good players. So I'm not worried about that part of it at all. What I am worried about on the court is their defense. They, they've really only got a couple of guys who bring it defensively. There's not much they can do to fix that right now. That's going to have to really be an off-season type of project to rebalance if Kyrie's going to stay there and figure that out. But offensively, they're going to be tough. And then when you get into the postseason, when you have a couple guys who you know going into most series, all right, we've either got the best, maybe even the two best players on the floor in a lot of these series, that's a leg up on a lot of opponents. Keith, what about Minnesota? Do you see any value in them when they get Carl Anthony Towns back? They made that trade for Gobert in the offseason. Everybody was so excited for this team. They've had a really disappointing season. Towns gets hurt, but he's come back. Do you think they could be a sleeper team maybe in the West, or are you not buying the, the T-Wolves? No, I think we are sleeping a little bit on, on uh, the Timberwolves. I think with the Wolves, one of the things we want to really look at here is they have played really good defense. They're really starting to come along defensively now. And Anthony Edwards, it's pretty clear, all right, this, this is your team now. And then they're going to get Carl Anthony Towns back. And if it is, hey, we don't need you to be all-NBA level Carl Anthony Towns. We just need you to be better than the guys we've been running out at the four. Then they're going to be great. And getting Mike Conley, who is, I like to refer to him, he's a past first, second, and third point guard. He, he really wants to come in and organize things and set guys up and be a stabilizing force. That was very big for them. So they, they, he'll make sure Towns and Edwards are getting the most touches, they're getting their shots, and he'll make sure he keeps Gobert involved enough. They're, they're going to be a tough out, out in the playoffs. For them, the matchup is going to be so important because if they get a team that plays five out and only plays one big, it's going to be really hard for them to play uh, both of their big guys. Keith, there are so many interesting storylines down the stretch here. It's almost like a reality show. How about the Hawks? After firing Nate McMillan, first, is Trey Young the problem? Like, he doesn't seem to get along with any coaches. Maybe he'll things will go well with interim head coach Joe Prunny. But what are you expecting? Will they get that let's fire the head coach boost? Or is this just going to be a disaster moving forward? <laughs> yeah, I... I don't know what to expect out of the Hawks anymore. They they are right up there with the most confusing teams in the league for me because every time it looks like, all right, maybe they've kind of figured things out, but then they lose three or four in a row, and all of a sudden it's, all right, we're back under 500, and we're kind of starting this over again. I think they kind of took the approach of, well, we didn't fix the roster at the trade deadline, and, and that's understandable. It can be really hard to do a ton of stuff in season. But then they took kind of, to me, the almost the easy way out of, well, we have to change something, so we're going to move on from the coach, and we'll, we'll start over. Now, there's reporting this morning that maybe Quinn Snyder is getting close to coming in there. I think that's more, though, 
or let me rephrase, that's less of a move that's about saving this season than it is about let's get a jump start on next season. Let's get him in here with some of these guys and they start figuring out his system and he figured out who fits and doesn't fit and the front office can use that as data points going into their offseason roster planning. So I think that's what that's about. So I think this season is hey, let's just see, you know, maybe we can get into the play-in tournament, maybe the playoffs, and kind of put a scare into one of these top seeds. But I think for them now, they're looking at this as this is a two-month or a two-year, rather, project with a two-month head start on on year number two of it. Keith, you, you know the Boston Celtics really well. They've been the team to beat all year in the East, but here comes Milwaukee. They've won 12 in a row here, and now that we start the second half of the NBA season with about 24, 25 games to go, who do you think finishes atop the Eastern Conference as the one seed? And as of right now, who do you think's better, Boston or Milwaukee? I, I think to the first part of your question, I think Boston will hold off Milwaukee. I'm, I'm like everybody else. I'm very curious and worried about what's going on with Giannis and this wrist injury. And we know the mm. Bucks. They've kind of they're at the point in their arc as a team of been there done that so if we have to we'll prioritize health over winning every single game that we need to win I don't think they're overly uh, worried about you know all right well we gotta have home court advantage I think you know they they understand you know hey we we kind of lost last year in a game seven and you know against the Celtics so we gotta you know maybe want to push to get it but, but we'll see where that goes but I think it's gonna be a fight the whole way as far as who's better I do think it's Boston just because I trust their depth more. I think they, they've got a team, when you look at their roster, you can go in and say, yeah, I know who their eight, nine guys are for the postseason. And with Milwaukee, we got to still figure that out a little bit. It, it could be really good, but that's counting on Jay Crowder being Jay Crowder again. And I think people have kind of overlooked he wasn't that great for the Suns a year ago. So that's something mm-hmm. we, we got to keep an eye on. But I think, you know, Milwaukee's going to be very tough. It's going to be a battle the whole way between those two teams. And they're, for my money right now, they're the two best teams in the league, not just in the East. I think they are the two top teams in the entire NBA. We're going to see some star players returning soon. We already talked about Durant. Obviously, he's expected to have a big impact. What about Zion? What are you expecting from him come playoff time and for the Pelicans? Yeah, it was really disappointing as we kind of went into the All-Star break getting that update that he's had a step back and he's going to be out longer than we thought. But that is, you know, really one of those things when you look at it. That Pelicans team had played really well. And then Zion went down. They still didn't have Brandon Ingram. I want to say they lost 10 games in a row in uh, mid the middle to end of January. And that kind of dropped them from, all right, they're interesting. They're going to be maybe the third seed right into the mix with, you know, seven, eight other teams in the conference for, all right, maybe they make the playoffs, maybe they make the play-in, we'll see. I think, you know, we're, we're starting to get to the point of, that might be one of these major what ifs with this team is, you know, all right, if, what if they had had Zion? How, how good would they be? I think for them, it's got to be at this point, let's get them back with a couple weeks to go in the regular season so we can kind of get them reintegrated, figure out who we are, and try to go on a playoff run. There's a, you know, still a ton of potential with that Pelicans group. But the problem is, it's, that's all it is. It's potential because it never seems to get realized because every time they get going, they have a major injury. Keith, real All right, quick. that was Keith. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, sorry, and real quick, Keith, got about uh, 30 seconds left. I'm just curious, Coach of the Year, Missoula's the favorite right now, but do you think there's value on Mike Brown at all? 
Yeah, I think Mike Brown's going to get votes because Sacramento a little bit unexpected for them to play as well well as they have. I think, um, but I do think Joe Missoula. Just when you look at it, of there was all that that turmoil at the beginning of the year. He made Doka got fired right on the eve of training camp, or suspended rather on the eve of training camp. They've had the best record in the NBA this year. I think that's going to be maybe tough to overcome if they are able to hold everybody off and finish atop the conference like that. NBA analyst for Spot Track Keith Smith. Thank you so much for joining us. Great insight. I'm so excited. The NBA is back. But up next, we're talking MLB. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. MVP odds next on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.